Welcome to the IndieCast. For the last four years, bringing to you pop culture professional wrestling and a splash of grass. Now your hosts, Chad and Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn. This is the IndieCast. <laughs> we got a snort right at the end of the five. Bing bong bing. Bing bong bing. You had to blast out the pee. Well, a hard pee. Well then, what's up, sluts? Hey! That's not my tagline, but she's laughing too hard. It's something right. really foul I said before yeah, then. Welcome okay. to the IndieCast, everybody. Uh, Chad Allen, Zach Romero, Luna Lynn. It's, a, uh, it's an OG uh after dark, That's true, it is. Uh, oh, yeah. episode. It's a throwback Thursday episode. Yep, throwback yeah. Thursday episode. We are uh, we are live from Fully Gimmick HQ today. That's true. Uh, yeah. A little bit of a, a change of pace on this one here. Figured we'd uh, start up somewhere else. No guests this week after dark once again, uh, but uh, we have a few things we can cover. First off, I threw out uh, something out on the, inter- the interwebs uh, to get people to ask us questions, to um, throw stuff out there. Did and- some... Uh- Get some contact from our dozens and dozens. And uh, like three or four of our dozens and dozens sent us questions. Thanks, Yay! elite dozens. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for the, the elite group. One of them that may have been Mama Maximus. That's a whole oh, that's other story right, right that's there. All right. So mom sent questions in. Good, good. <laughs> Thankfully not about sexual positions, which was one of the things they did offer because that would have been awkward. That would have been pretty amazing. Um, and well, then, I was going to comment on it until I saw her name, and then I was like, I can't say anything filthy in front of Chad's mother. So That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Well, before we get to the, the Ask Me Anything mm-hmm. uh, aspect of the show, I wanted to sort of follow up from last week's episode. We yes. got a lot of... Uh, interesting feedback. We caused some controversy last week's episode. That was the Disney cast. And we have with us... Oh, no. What, what was... Okay. I, by the way, I'd like to thank a uh, friend of the indie cast, James Richards, for, uh, for at one point going, spoiler alert, Chad's a dick. Yeah, well, you know. Based off of, uh, one, um, of the, uh, one of the answers I gave. But we have a an, another Disney file with us here tonight uh, in, in that of the form of uh, Miss Luna Lynn. Hello. Um, yeah, she's on the episode again. Yeah, yeah I know. So right? How weird is that? We talked about a lot of different things last episode. Uh, a lot of favorites and and things we didn't like. And this is not just a summary for anybody listening who didn't happen to hear last week. It's also a summary for Luna, who definitely didn't hear last week. Because yeah. she, she, she doesn't never listen to the, the show. show. Yeah. Hashtag not one of the dozens and dozens. I'm like an actor. I don't watch my own movie. Uh, thank you, Johnny Derp. Anyway, so... How dare you. Let's talk Johnny a little bit about... Derp. Let's talk a little bit about Disney. <laughs> I feel like that's like one of the... Like, if you get one of the... Uh, the animatronics from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> and, and, mel- and like melted or malfunctioned. It's Johnny Derp. <laughs> oh, so amazing. I'll have to tell you, talk to you uh, about... Did I talk, Did we talk off air last time about malfunctioning uh, robots on Disney rides? No. I'll talk to you about that later. It involves an impression of mine. But anyway, so Luna, now that you're here on the show, let's talk a little bit about your uh, familiarity with Disney parks. So yes. you grew up as a Disney kid to a Absolutely. certain extent? Uh, and so, as a kid, what, what is like your early Disney memory? What is the the big thing that you go back to? Where where does the nostalgia start? Um, my, I would always go with my grandparents because um, my mom hates crowds, and so does my grandmother. But she loves Disney more than she hates crowds. Um, but Don't I remember, we all, isn't that the ultimate struggle? <laughs> 
we would always leave at the buttfuck crack of dawn because as a kid it's the earliest thing in the world and like yeah we didn't live that much further than where we do now so it's about two hours because mm-hmm. we were in, we were in newport Richie at that time but we would still leave at 6 a.m every time it was always dark <laughs> and like they would always trick me and tell me either like my grandfather had a doctor's appointment or they had to go blah 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 like there was never a, hey we're going to disney it was always a surprise because my grandmother would pack a bag, she would have everything in the car ready to go, like, night before, and we would just leave in the morning. So, of course, because it's, like, six, I would just fall sleep most of the time, but she would always wake me up when we got to the, um, the power line that's the Mickey head. And that's how I knew, holy fuck, we're going to Disney. Um, Side note, uh, my parents definitely didn't do that. It wasn't, like, a whimsical thing. It was, wake up at crack ass in the morning, get your ass in the car, we're going to Orlando. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, for my kids, it's usually... It's usually planned, like, they know the night before, hey, we're going to Disney tomorrow, so, because then Cheyenne will want to, like, pick out what she's going to wear and shit. Of course. Because she might be princesses, and and she needs to look her goddamn best. Of course. Uh, I imagine that's how she says it to you as well, like, Father, I need to pick out what I'm wearing tomorrow, because I might need some princesses. I better look my goddamn best. <laughs> Can't get mad at her for cursing. Thankfully, like, right. thankfully, she would not use goddamn. Uh, she definitely does not refer to me as father. The second she starts referring to me as father, I'm a little concerned. It's, well, so anyway, Daddy. so mm-hmm. Daddy, Daddy's dress doesn't fit right. Like that's more like it. Um, you're wearing it backwards, honey. Anyway, um, that's Piper. Oh well. Uh, so, what was the favorite ride as a child, and what is your favorite ride now? Oh, and to add context, mm-hmm. Luna does have an annual pass. She goes all the time like Chad and Shelly do with their kids. Yeah. Uh, no, apparently she goes a fuckload more than we do. <laughs> <laughs> every, every goddamn weekend, I see. And she never calls to see if we want to go with her or anything. Nope, she's going to herself. I see how this is. You and the kids, just baggage. Yeah, so exactly. Just hold her, just hold her back. She usually go with my friend Jess, so like yeah. we sneak away and the boys like jerk it is, each other it off is, or whatever. It is somewhat of a spontaneous thing. However... Uh, if you had bet money that the week after her friend, the weekend after her friend Jess just spent a week on a honeymoon at Disney on property, that same weekend she would come back home and go, I'm really jonesing for some Disney action with Luna here. <laughs> we you would have been a rich go. person. We had to go. Why did you have to go? Because I had to see the new fireworks. No, 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 no. What was the reason why you had to go to Disney? <laughs> No, no, sure, please. <laughs> okay, so she had gotten a bunch of, uh, like, use them for anything fast passes during the honeymoon, and they had a handful left over, but they expired on the 31st. Right, so, of course, fast passes going to expire. One must travel to Disney. Well, you gotta yeah. use so them. So, how many of these fast passes did you end up using? Only the ones we could get through the app, because she left your bag at home that had the fast passes in them. There's no reason to go. So they to, just went. There was reasons, okay. So we there had were reasons. So they've, got, so they've got like a big like knapsack full of just like yeah. like like, like, when, like, like parade, like a ticker tape parade of fast passes. Yeah. Like when like when uh, like when Andre slammed uh, Big yes. John's stud in WrestleMania <laughs> and was opens the duffel bag. The yeah, exactly. That's how many. That's what we're looking at yeah, there. for. Fast passes they, left at home. They left them at home. All amazing. Them at home. Fucking yeah. amazing. Yep, 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 yep. But you did get to see the the uh, the new projector on the castle oh, fireworks. I did. Show. It's so good. I watched the entire time. Yeah. Now, before you get to favorite ride, okay. um, Chad, do, do you get to see any of those night shows, or are your kids pretty much wiped by then and you're already We are gone? usually very much the same as what you guys are talking about, which is like, oh, dark 30, get up and get moving, <laughs> because we'll you know, get back in the afternoon so they can go to bed at a decent time still. Mm. Um, we have been discussing lately, though, 
waiting until because again Piper my my youngest is two um, so we're we're looking at some point to go after she gets up from her nap because she's still in that nap phase mm-hmm. get her down for her nap then get in the car and go out there so that we'd be out there for dinner and the fireworks and oh, stuff okay. and then come home nice. so well, we're not dealing with like completely like drained exhausted kids who've been walking around the fucking park all day well not only that though but even like all the insiders and all the tips are like oh go to the park in the middle of the day because that by that point all the people who were there since 6 a.m are all exhausted they're all going home we're all floridians we've all heard these tips we all know these tips none of us follow these tips no she's there at first thing in the morning you're there first thing in the morning and just it, it means nothing Right, so hopefully we're looking to we're going to remedy that pretty soon. Excellent. Though. Try to go in the after because you're absolutely right. Because everybody get what I give you get for rope drop. No, first off you don't. It, it, no, the rope drop is dumb. Um, but then yeah, <laughs> rope but, drop is no, dumb. No, you don't. But then every like every because you see the mass of parents that are all leaving at like four ish when we all leave. Right. Usually after like the three o'clock parade. And they're doing that death walk up to the, you know, to the monorail that Shelly was talking right, about, yes. which is like climbing fucking Everest. So, <laughs> by the way, sorry, mom, I'm apparently taking over for the next. I was just saying, I've I been, just realized I did that. I've been very careful this episode so far. <laughs> well, no, fuck that. No, no potty yeah. words, not from this mouth. So, <laughs> uh, no, the only thing worse than just the trek in general up to the monorail is after. Because, like, usually we don't stay that late either, but I really wanted to see the show at the end of the day, so we go. We hit a couple of shops on the way out. Of course. So the park is technically closed at this point, and the mass exodus, I've never seen the line for both the ferry and the monorail backed up to the entrance of the park. Mm -hmm. There were just people everywhere. Mm -hmm. So we were like, you know what? Fuck that. We walked over to the Contemporary, dicked around in the Contemporary, bought some more pins, which were awesome. And then made it to the monorail back to parking and stuff. Because it was like, just fuck everything about that. It was horrific. Uh, tell them about you almost dropkicked somebody at the monorail because they wouldn't get behind the yellow line. Oh my god. Okay, so we're on... We're at transportation. So you're at the part where you get to your fucking vehicle. So there's a little tram that comes up and you get on the tram. That's you go to Villain's makes. Lot. We were in Hook. It was rad. Um, and so in each group of people... You line up with the tram. So the tram comes up, everybody gets in the tram. tram so you get leaves. your own car, there's no exactly. like trying to find a spot. You're just, you there's walk like straight, and you're on the tram. And, exactly, you just go straight onto it. So this the first section in front of us decides that they're just going to mosh instead. So everybody is crammed right up to the street, essentially. And the tram will not move unless everybody is behind the fucking yellow line for your tiny asshole's safety. These people don't understand that. So every time the little man comes up and goes, everybody needs to take two big steps back because you need to be behind the yellow line, nobody moves. So the tram doesn't move. So now you're in this 87,000-person Mexican standoff. And we're all ready to murder each other (laughs) because everybody's pissed, everybody's tired, everybody's kids are asleep on their shoulders, and everybody just wants to go the fuck to their car. It's a very large version of the... uh... The end, the end of Pulp Fiction, where, <laughs> where everybody's holding guns. Oh, you mean oh, Reservoir Dogs? Right. Yeah. No, no, no. The uh, the diner scene. Where, oh, the diner scene. Okay, where yeah. Honey, yeah. Where Honey Bunny's aiming. Yeah, they're all in the yeah. Exactly. We were not two little Fonzies. So everybody <laughs> in the front is definitely you not You were standing Fonzies. in front of the cart labeled Bad Motherfucker. Right. right. So the first tram finally just says fuck it and leaves. Next tram pulls up, won't pull all the way up, because the people still are not behind the fucking yellow line. So now people in the other sections start yelling at the people in the first section, To fucking move back! 
And so Hunger Games, good, good. Yeah, like physically just pushing people to get them the fuck behind the goddamn yellow line so we could all get to our fucking cars. By the way, no other group had this problem. Everybody else figured it out. Everybody com- else everyone- got it. But complied. that front group just could not get the rules don't apply to them. They're in the first the car. No, they were dicks. Anyway, let's round. Let's go back around here. Okay. So, what is your favorite ride at Disney? Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Yep. What is your least favorite ride at Disney? Uh, Magic Kingdom or Disney in general? Disney in general. Uh, we did go with Disney in general. Oh, okay. Um. I mean, like, there's stuff I don't go on but like i don't know if it's because it's my least favorite um i i've never been on splash mountain but i would say that because i fucking hate rides with drops she is not a fan of drops no i can't um like she almost uh peed her pampers riding the seven dwarves minecart adventure there's tour. a lot of droppy dudes yeah, she didn't there's, really, there's really not well, it goes to, it goes into like a corkscrew thing, or like it goes into a curve, which I can deal with, but I don't like the up and the trick, 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 uh, the the I get anxiety going up, and then I go woo, and then I can't. Yeah, I don't. She about to say she couldn't handle the up and down. Uh, there you go. Yeah, it's all right. bring it back. It's fine. So I can take bottom. It's okay. The bing bong scared the hell out of the cat. Um, good reason. Hey, it doesn't have to dark. Um, Let's see, what were the other questions we asked last week about Disney? It was just sort of uh, like soapboxes about Disney. Uh, biggest Disney pet peeve, I think. Oh, true, yeah. What is your, now that you've become a regular, what okay. is your uh, biggest pet peeve about Disney? Um, it's just more of a pet peeve of large groups of people in general, when folks will just fucking cluster and stop in the middle of a walkway. Mm. Or they will cluster in front of the line, but not be in the line. So mm. the line looks really menacing, and you go, oh, Jesus, there's all these people in line. No, there's not. They're just trying to fucking get their shit together, there's and they've a chosen party in a very inconvenient place to stand. You know the place like, they tend to do that the most, and it mm. pisses me off to no end? Um, if you're not getting on Winnie the Pooh, get the hell out of the way of the front of it. <laughs> I think there's a sign there that says that. It should. <laughs> get the hell away from it. <laughs> Because for some reason, that's always the one that's like, well, it says it's 25 minutes. Why does the line look so long? It's just because there's a bunch of assholes all like, oh, we should meet up right here in front of the fucking ride. Like, no, that's the big tree in the beginning of the Hundred Acre Woods is the beginning of the line. Move. (laughs) Go over there where the goddamn shop is. It sells all the the Winnie the Pooh bears that that my kids, even though they both have Winnie the Pooh figures, go, Daddy. No, <laughs> we did have uh, we did get to break that down last episode about mm-hmm. like true parenting in regards to uh, telling children no or we'll see. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. 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 There, yeah. There's definitely like the difference between like somebody like my brother who's down for a visit and buying my niece everything versus buying, like, buying like his niece stock in Disney. Shelly, who's yeah. like, mm, no, we're well, here all the time. Exactly. Once you go all the time and you figure, all right, well, that's just bullshit or that's gimmicky or here's a better way to get around that. Right. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Or, learning, or learning what fast passes are, are a complete and utter waste of time. Those are always my other favorite things, too. Oh, yeah? So, People, oh yeah, people that, you've seen people walk down the fast pass line and it's a small world and you're like, ha wasted fast pass. <laughs> well, the beauty too is like, you they know dick. what they're waiting for, right? Like, even what? the other day we walked by the people mover and it was like a 45, I go, they fucking know it's the people mover, right? Yeah. Like, and it's worth the wait. I know, I because wanted to go dick. on it, but I'm not waiting 45 minutes for the fucking people Be- mover. Because 
everything else is like hours on end. So people go, <laughs> oh, what's the next shortest line? That's why they reopen Stitch sometimes, too, because it's oh, like, really? oh. Just to diffuse lines? Right. That sucks. <laughs> That's a good feeling as a ride developer. Like, oh, what's your ride accomplish? When there's too many people and they're getting pissed off and they don't want to go stand in front of the Winnie the Pooh ride, we open this one up every right. once in a while because it's something to do. Or like when it's or when it's raining. That's when right. that's when rides oh, like yeah. like the, I've never seen such a line uh, at any point for uh, the Monsters Incorporated left floor since the last time I was there and it started pouring because it's an indoor. Get inside. Like, right, sure, yeah. Everybody like was like whatever. Mike Wazowski, that's fine. Whatever. Right. I don't care. It's hilarious. So, well, before we get to uh, the, the the questions and theme here, mm-hmm. one thing I want to discuss real quick. Mm-hmm. The movie Moana. <laughs> Dude, don't fuck with me about Moana, okay? <laughs> it was completely yeah, basically. So, uh, so Luna recently saw Moana, mm-hmm. has completely gone head over heels for the movie Moana. It's a great movie. Uh, it really is. Chad, you mentioned that it may be, in fact, your second favorite Disney film of all time. Way now. out there, yeah. And, uh, and I recently got to see it. And so, I couldn't care less. Uh, it was good. Um, I enjoyed it, but was, was it blown away? Uh, You're not well, humming shiny to yourself on a regular. There was a couple. I, oh, I think yeah. the day after, I think I had shiny in my head. But uh, but also, you know, I I didn't want to rain on her parade and be like, no, it's my favorite movie now. It's like, no, it's yours. Well, it can it's be your awesome. Movie too. It can be everybody's. Well, By the way, did, a movie for the did you hang out for the for the Marvel esque? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the yes. shots fired at Sebastian the Crab. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's pretty amazing. Um, so, so, so what did you, what was what about that film grabs you, Chad? Um, well, first off, my kids really like it, which that's anything that keeps their attention for an hour or more. Yeah, but the whole thing. Uh, no, but for but your kid loves Spookly the Square Pumpkin. That doesn't mean it's one of your favorites. Touche, touche, sir. On Spookly the Square Pumpkin. And thank you for reminding me, because we are getting into that season pretty soon. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to deal with that fucking... No, just show them my review again. That's all. That's all <laughs> I need to see. They get it. Go, oh, yeah, this movie. I, want, I, want show, I watch that review every once in a while just to watch you drinking it. Just to watch you, just to watch just, you like, hard drinking alcohol. Just, you know, if you can just have a giggle at me watching a dumb pumpkin so, movie. That's all, I, that's all I work for. Very funny, in my time hop recently, actually, another review came up, because we did definitely filmed the... Filmed the Santa, the uh, Christmas, oh, yeah. Christmas, the Christmas in July. July episode not that long ago. That is an excellent like, review as well. But um, uh, the songs were catchy. I liked the storyline. I liked the character of Moana. I liked the fact that it's not. Um, that Disney's getting a lot better lately about writing younger female characters that don't necessarily have to be all about like who's going to come save me. Uh, I, I like the fact that it's not the immediate. Um, girl in the refrigerator type of situation with them uh and moana was definitely one of them and my kids like and, and obviously they've heard that my kids love it and, and took a lot from it so that's good um so yeah no just i just said i just like the overall setup of it and maybe because lin-manuel miranda wrote a bunch of the music for it uh i'm a big hamilton mark hamilton no actually i was a big fan of his from um in the heights uh his very yeah, Broadway music because i shelly and i saw it in broadway so, uh, you not and with, rios bonded over that yeah not with but of course i didn't get to go see it with the uh, with lin-manuel miranda starring in it but 
the show itself is amazing, uh, and if I can ever get Hamilton tickets, I'll be there in a second. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, good fucking luck to that. Though they're coming to Tampa pretty... In, yeah, there's like, like the off-Broadway year. version or something it's like, like that. It's in like 2019 or some bullshit, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't care, I have to go. Yeah, I'll, like, yeah, I'll make yeah. it, I'll find it. <laughs> but uh, were you surprised or disappointed or felt anything, the fact that uh, there's no romantic element to the movie? No, I prefer, no I prefer it, actually. I'm glad they kind of they get away from that from time to time, uh, especially in this one. I think the uh, because like everything else, it, it seems like there has to be this oh love and romance, and it's not always necessarily saying calm down, Cap. Uh, so I, I I enjoyed the fact that that necessarily what didn't have to be a, a theme. In I was actually uh, surprised that it. It was an untraditional Disney film, in meaning it didn't go with the same tropes that they always do. But in doing that, it was a more traditional hero story. It was very Iliad and the Odyssey in terms of there were things like the like the giant crab and mm-hmm. and and things along those so lines. The coconut but, pirates who were right. amazing. But there was no like villain that right. you know carried through the whole thing. It was just these were just obstacles in the way to the goal. Right. And I was like, that's actually kind of surprising that we and didn't even, have like, haha, I'm the evil one who I'm just going to be unrealistically evil and just right. that's my whole life. You know, until somebody stabs you the boat or something. I don't know. Which, very interesting, you know, kind of almost balances off to, have you guys gotten to see the new Spider-Man movie? No, not yet. We just, Shelly and I just, well, I got Shelly seen it a while ago, but the, this past weekend I went to go see that. And very much different than a lot of the Marvel movies was that the bad guy in this one, it's Vulture, is your main bad guy, um, was not just like, I'm crazy, and this is why I'm doing this. He had an actual, like, reason why he got to the point he did, and I love the fact that that was the case on that one, which made it one of the better Spider-Man movies, because it's just not like, I went crazy, and now I'm, now I'm a bad guy. Now yeah. I'm a bad guy. Right. So, Luna, why why has Moana moved its way up? Now, would you say it's, like, your all-time favorite now, or, or would you say there's still others that... No, I mean, like, there's still classics that are definitely... You know, just because they've stood the test of time with me, like, mm-hmm. just fucking from birth, like, I watch Beauty and the Beast, like, that's always gonna be, like, my jammy jam, um, but I don't like that everybody's encroached on that, because I'm a fucking hamster, um, but, no, I just love it, like, it was really good, like, you said about the storyline was really great, and I liked that with her becoming, um, like, the chief and everything, it wasn't, oh, you have to find a husband and be the chief, it was just no, like, this is gonna be yours someday, and here you go, and that, like, she tried to deal with that, and she did her fucking best, and she tried to make it work, but, like, that it, it, it was that idea of, yeah, she could have been happy with that, but there, she knew that there was more out she there. She wasn't fulfilled. Exactly, but without being like, oh, my dad's mean, well, I have other, to go on an adventure. And the like, other thing, too, that uh, I was impressed with was that she wasn't bad at being, like, a junior chief. Like, right. they didn't show... Like, normally there would have been like, oh, I'm bumbling and I don't... Uh-oh. Yeah, she wasn't the black sheep of her family. Her parents didn't die. You know, she didn't have a shitty relationship with her father. You know, the townspeople didn't hate her. She wasn't bad at it. It was just... She knew there was more out there because those are all the standard tropes of either, oh, the parents are dead or, oh, Ariel's the black sheep because she doesn't want to sing along with her sisters. Like, there's always something like that. Or, oh, the townspeople think Belle's a fucking weirdo. Like, there's always some sort of, oh, she's the outcast. But, like, she wasn't. Yeah, she was accepted and it mm-hmm. was fine. By the way, I never did hit the fact that, that this is one of the first times in quite a while in a Disney movie the parents didn't 
Eat it. She Here. had both parents the entire film. Grandma, right. grandma died, but otherwise, like she had both parents entire. Also, movie. Like, grandma possibly one of my favorite characters in oh, Disney of all the time. Best. Love that character to no end. Um, I was also I told her that the moment of that movie that like really uh, like visually struck me is when they show. But I guess spoilers for a children's movie. I guess we're going into some like details and about it's plot. It's been on DVD for a while. Go to hell. If it's you on Netflix. Um, it is on Netflix. When the uh, yeah, pause this and go on to Netflix. <laughs> go watch Moana. Come back. You don't back. have to pay for it, you right. cheap bastard. You're already paying for Netflix. Um, but when the 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 townspeople come up right at the beginning of the movie and they're like, "Oh, shit's going south with the island," and the chief's like, "Oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. The solution is definitely not go in the water." By the way. And they're like, yeah, but the coconuts are screwed up. And they open the coconut up, and it's like ash and dead inside. Right. That really freaks me out. Like, like my soul. That's true. <laughs> a little projection there on my part. But yeah. still, like, that's just really upsetting. Just like, oh, the fruit's just dead inside. And they're like, uh, we'll just plant different trees, I guess. Like, yeah. that seemed, that was like, real. I was like, oh, that was just a weird visual. I was like, oh. That, like, that upset me more than like, well, there's no more fish. Like, and we talked about it, you know, uh, off air, like. The no fish is a bigger problem, and right. you know that is more of a catalyst of let's get into the water kind of thing to get the movie going. But just between those two visually, I thought the coconut thing was like way more disturbing. Right. I was like, oh god, that's mm, that's a problem. That's bad. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, Moana was good. Um, the Rock was good. Yeah. Wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, here let's stick with the Disney because I know one of the Disney questions was favorite park out of. Oh, uh, true. So I'll, okay. I'll start with that one since we'll, that'll, then we can That's segue true. out. And you got the big brain on chat. I, right. I, I do love Epcot because it's fucking educational and I'm an asshole, but Magic Kingdom was always where it's at. I say, I think of the times I can think of all, all the trips you've made this year, I think it's been basically all Magic Kingdom. No, mostly we went to Epcot um, twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been to Epcot twice. Um, and amazingly enough, there have not been drunken pictures of Luna in, like, Mexico yet. True. Right, right. No, we did have, because our girl day date, we went um, to Mexico. Because we had dinner in the fancy in the fancy one, and that was nice. Um, and then we went sometime after that, too, because pin trading and shit. There's good pins in Epcot. And plus, I love all the Beatles shit in England. Okay. So, that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Magic Kingdom, though. Dole Whip, so. You yeah. can't really fuck with Dole Whip. Although, mm-hmm. you know, as per Shelley's comments last episode, pick another location for Dole Whip. Yeah, put it no, somewhere. No, the thing that I don't... Okay, so here's a fucking pet peeve. Right? Okay. <laughs> because Dole Whip and Casey's Corner are the same layout. It's curved, it's round, and the lines are a clusterfuck. Because for whatever reason, they think that, like, curving it makes... Curved lines shitty. make people less right. angry. Well, they're like, oh, you could go here, 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 here. And that's how they <laughs> lay out, like, the lanes. But it's a terrible system because you can't see around anybody, and then you can't move around anybody. Or, like, in Casey's, last time I went, because I had gotten um, the fucking corn dog nuggets, which are amazing, and they have great fries. Um, Surprised she doesn't go with the Gaston Footlong, though. That's that's my assumption. Hey, not that I tell you about. Um... (laughs) Thank you. I would have also accepted it. I would have also accepted it. Thank you. Elodie's <laughs> got it already. Yeah, good. <laughs> but there's nowhere to, like, I'm scared move. the fuck out of your cat today. Yeah, basically. He's an asshole, it's alright. He puts himself in harm's way. 
But like at Casey's, there were two lines, but there's one guy to register in the middle. So, it means so he's just going back and forth between. Shame, <laughs> my poor baby. Filthy things. Um, so yeah, there's just one guy handling both lines. So what's the fucking point? Yeah, like, there's no reason. It's just a clusterfuck, and I think that's the problem with Dole Whip Stand too, is because they try that curve bullshit, and it doesn't help anybody. Yeah, no one's being tricked. Oh, the baby. Any other questions you can recall? Uh, oh, I mean, I've got the whole list right here in front of me. Yeah. I, uh, I'm way ahead of that one. So, uh, let's stick on the geek stuff for a second here. Is So, wait, we're actually moving into the Ask Me Anything section now? Let's, yes. Let's try well, to add some context actually, here. Favorite Disney park was actually one of the Ask Me Anything questions. <laughs> uh, Magic Kingdom also, by the way, my answer Thank on that you. one. Though okay. most of my favorite rides are over in Hollywood. But that's a whole other thing. But Hollywood's, until they start opening up shit again, is... Yeah. The drizzling show. Um, Which, are they getting rid of Phantasmic at ours? Because there's so many to be devastated. No, not that I've heard. Okay, good. Because I love Phantasmic. Uh, interesting question here. Is Comic-Con worth the price of admission? Now, by the way the question is written, I don't know if they mean any con, or if they just mean specifically like, San Diego Comic-Con, which is the big one, which everybody knows as Comic-Con. True, because um, we do have a little, like, Tampa Bay Comic-Con, so it's they're local. Which just went by, and I think the reason this question came up was because I was going to go to Tampa Bay Comic-Con this past mm-hmm. weekend and figured out that for the Saturday entrance, they wanted 40 bucks a person. Mm-hmm. And I went, mm, no, that's way too expensive for this, and I think that's probably what brought it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it depends on the con, but if you're talking San Diego Comic-Con, where they do, like, Everything. No shit like that is worth everything. That might be. That might be worth. Here's, it. here's my concern about San Diego Comic Con, though, because we've gone to smaller conventions, mm-hmm. and we've been able to go like neck to nuts. Like we've been able to go like top to bottom oh, and like, see I'm the whole sorry, thing. What? Um, I have a color colorful vernacular. Thank you very much. I thought you um, were being clean. <laughs> neck to nuts. Well, anyway. <laughs> So, if you go to a smaller convention, um, if the price isn't outrageous, you can have your run of it. You can right. see everything twice. Right. Um, my concern about San Diego Comic-Con is I feel like you have to prep for that for like a week. Yeah. Because I feel like there's definitely the chance of, just due to the size of it, you could be like, oh man, I spent three days at Comic-Con. Oh, did you see this? No, where, where was that at? Right. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. it's so massive that... It could be easily you could get lost and be and miss well, the, half the good shit. The other side of that though is we've been to some smaller cons where we've done everything twice and went well that was it and That's then true. That's what the true. fuck are we even doing here? See, my other problem with San Diego Comic Con makes me feel like that for a lot of like the big stuff that you tend to hear all the news about, you spend most of your time in there just waiting. In line. That's a good point. Oh, yeah, yeah like, you're waiting, waiting for a, a panel like, or something. Or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. Because yeah, yeah. so. yeah, some friends of ours went to um, the Star Wars celebration. And, all that, and that was the exact same way. Like, you're just waiting four hours in line for one of your photo ops. And right. I'm like, I'm not about that. Like, she said she went through, um, our friend Jess, the, the one I go to Disney with, uh, in the store they had there, because they had some, like, exclusive pins and, like, all yeah, kinds of Yeah, they had, like, a shit. pop-up shop of Star Wars. Yeah, she's convention. like, I spent 15 minutes in the shop and three hours in line just to check out. And I was like, you're way more dedicated than I am. Because yeah. I'm big on, fuck it. Like, yeah. I don't want to wait for shit. The old, uh... Cheech Marin, Dust Till Dawn philosophy. Yeah. So, uh, which wrestler's character can be turned into a successful horror villain? Oh, ho, ho. which gimmick can you make a successful horror movie out of? Bing, bong, bing. This was definitely a question for Daddy. Um, let me see. You want to guess? Who, you want to guess who sent that question in? I bet you'll guess it within two two guesses. 
Um, I know it's not my former co-host of Frightful Failures. It is not your former co-host. If I had to guess, I would say a certain fourth member, fifth member, eighth member. How many members? Let's say, wasn't David Starr? No, is it is it Gary? Friend of the Indicast, Gary Lugosi. Didn't he send that one? Good, good, good. Good question, Gary. Let's see. Um, What would work at a horror movie? Well, the easy one would be Bray. Uh, true, true. Because that's Drive well, Angry. No, here, I'll make it really, I'll make it really mm-hmm. difficult for you. Mm-hmm. Independent talent only. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. Well, okay, so easy answer immediately disqualified is Sin Bodhi. That's gone. Right. Oh, I figured it'd be Sue. Um, Sue is an excellent Gary one right Sue now. would be very good. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Uh, have you guys seen... Um... Forget her name. Hitler. That would be a good one, too. <laughs> He's gonna um, fuck you to death. Uh, um, Saint Sin, the Pumpkin Queen, would be, true. Another, would be yeah. another true. great one. Uh, uh, the Fun House here locally at ACW would true. make a great horror movie. Well, the original Piggy Piggy pretty much is a horror, horror movie. movie. Um, so. Hmm. I think you could make it work uh, if you took the concept of Ophidian... Like a Cobra Man could be a good like trauma movie, and uh, Chikar also had a Decalion for a while. True, as one of their main bad guys, that would be a good one. Well, any uh, any form of running crew with um, Ultramantis Black would have worked, like Frightmare. Or just Ultramantis Black, quite True. honestly, could be a, an interesting way to go on that one. Um, I would also vote uh, Jimmy Havoc. He's a wrestler out of the UK, but he does True. super hardcore shit, and all of his stuff is awesome and bloody and perfect. <laughs> True. And, um, I'm trying to think who else. <laughs> oh, Jinx. Jinx out of Philadelphia would work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she is basically like a little. The Carnies? Oh, true. The Carnies would be amazing. Yeah. So. I imagine the Carnies would work as like a, um, like an early Rob Zombie film. True. Not like the later ones where it's like, they're just going to be on the road for three hours. That's the movie. <laughs> um,. And Malcolm McDowell would have to make a cameo. Of course. That's good. Uh, I'm gonna, now I'm going to have to like write fan fiction about this shit. Like That's going to be my new hobby now. That, is that usually her hobby? That's true. Um, we'll, no, we'll I, share the I same... read it. I don't write it. Okay, there's a difference. Uh, She'll proofread mine. Anyway. Another, uh, another one from, another one from uh, Mama Maximus here. Oh. Uh, thoughts on Kenny King. Uh, the reason this question comes up, and you're like, why does my mom want to know about Kenny King? Uh, because Kenny King was on this season of The Bachelor as one, or one of the Bachelorette as one of the Bachelors, uh, and uh, Mom found out he was a wrestler, obviously, because that's what he said his career is, because it is, uh, and immediately he started asking, "Are you watching The Bachelorette for Kenny King?" And I went, "Mom, I wouldn't watch The no. Bachelorette if like I was on it. Are you kidding me? That's that show's horrible." <laughs> but, uh, but 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 what are your thoughts on the? Uh, Oh, I think um, the real thing, Kenny King. I think anything that that's gonna draw more eyes to wrestling is always a positive. True. Uh, that's basically everything that WWE ever tries whenever they bring in like a celebrity host, da da da. Like, so I think that at its core, that's what wrestling wants. Is right. it wants to be as close to entertainment as it can be. Right. Um, do I think that this is gonna be like a gateway for a lot of people to suddenly watch wrestling? Not necessarily. Right. Um, but I do. And he's think, got a ring of honor. He's in ring of honor right now, which is really the. Uh... Now the question is: Is he going to tie that into his gimmick? Like, is he going to be like 
the eligible bachelor Kenny King. Wasn't right? it kind of his gimmick already yeah. anyway, though? Kenny King was already... You give roses away to Lady Fan the crowd or something, I don't know. Kind of like a... Is uh, that what Bachelorette does? They do the rose thing? I don't know. They do the rose thing, yeah. Okay. If you get to stay on, they give you a rose. That's about all I know about the Bachelorette. Yeah, there so. you go. Luna, any thoughts? I have no clue who that is. She has no idea cool. who Kenny King is. Yeah, I knew yeah. that was going right. to be the answer to that one. Uh, last of the Ask Me Anything, this one's going to be the hard one, so... Uh, I almost wish I had the Jeopardy music on my uh, thing here. Uh, your dream indie card. So I will try not to make this too difficult. Um, I would say uh, your dream, the top of a dream indie card. Uh, give me a main event, a tag match, and maybe a women's match. Okay. So that you're not, but we're not spending too long trying to. Like, and okay, let's 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 dictate that like we. We're going to eliminate us not being good parents. Like, obviously, a dream show would be fully gimmicked people, future gimmicked people. Right. Like, that would be... We'd do a whole, like, uh, Nexus show that'd be, like, an invasion angle. Right. Like, let's take that off the table as we're not going to exclude anybody from those groups. We love all of them. We would book everybody if we could. Can we say that? Is that okay? Sure. Okay, yeah. good. I'm Just, still definitely booking them, but... Well, like, I know that, but I also don't want, like, you know, insert ambassador here to be like what the fuck like I gotta want Papa Hale's mad that I didn't include him as a special guest referee like I'm just saying there's room if we could that's our dream is to book all of our ambassadors but for Mm -hmm. this we're gonna just branch out whatever comes out is what we'll book Mm -hmm. Uh, you have crazy eyes right now so what do you what do you have I don't know I just didn't know where you were going with your speech it's called a disclaimer and it's called covering our asses okay that's Uh, good that's good um hmm I would probably be a, a, a smart, and I would try to do some sort of New Japan crossover a little bit. Like, I'd love to see... Uh, you know what? I would have loved to have seen the Carnies versus Rapongi Vice. Um, that would have been excellent, I think. Which is very good, because I'm in a very similar setup with the tag team there. Uh, I, I was actually thinking I would be very interested to see what the Carnies would do with the Bucks. Mm. Mm. Um, because I think if you're talking like major booking there you you almost have to when you're talking tag teams young bucks is always it's young bucks and i think it's almost always how it has to go uh just because of how good they are um no you know what if i could do if i could do dream booking it would probably be for a tag team because we've seen the carnies wrestle you know everyone and, and i don't want us all three to pick the carnies versus so I would do... Good, because I was definitely that's good fine, enough. That's fine. We yeah. communicated. I saw it. I saw it in your eyeballs. Yeah. I would do... The Young Bucks versus a reuniting straight-up boner fuel. Because Martin Stone and Aaron Epic fighting the Young Bucks, I think, would be amazing. True. Because that's a, that's a good clash of styles... But all four men are very strike heavy. Like Martin Stone can do submissions. We've seen him work. Dominic Greeny. We've seen Aaron Epic do some fantastic submission work. But they can all brawl too. So because yeah. that would be the the problem. That's why you don't go. Oh, Young Bucks versus Dean Malenko and a clone of Dean Malenko because that's not gonna work. So that would be. Uh, but see, opinion. I think it, in the strange way, though, I think it could though because you. You know, you've got the you know Dean 
Dean Malenko. Does Dean Malenko like turn into a vampire and bite the young bucks and suck some of their personality into him well, so he becomes? But he didn't. Well, no, but if you take into consideration like the stuff we've seen Greeny do, or he's definitely a submission heavy guy, but it's still entertaining. It's not just dry white toast like other have the evolved. I'm, I'm not asking him to cut a promo. I'm asking him to have a good. Yeah, but also <laughs> look at like you know uh, your Zack Saber Junior's and things like that. So Greeny is amazing. He is not the rule, though. There was still True. plenty of, and then the match ends with an armbar. Well, no, like, but it's not why Dean Malenko worked with Eddie. Like, yes, Eddie would do flip flops, and then right. he would yeah. go. <laughs> and actually, I'm going right with. I see where Luna's going on that one because with a, with like a young bucks and doing flip you know, flops, Malenko, Malenko and his clone <laughs> would be a lot like Malenko Eddie, where the mm. matches are amazing because. Malenko's trying to ground the entire time while Eddie's flipping all over the place. Yeah, true. Same thing with most Bucks matches. So. True. Ooh, I knew a thing! <laughs> I should get a word for that. This is why you're not on the show. Anyway. <laughs> so, alright, what's your tag team then? Fucking four-way Malenko deathmatch? No, I don't like deathmatches. Thank you. Um, I don't have a tag team one yet. Oh, I just said that I want the carnies, but I don't know who. Okay. Um, so. I've got two different singles matches I would like to go I would say, with. I've, okay. got a, I've got a triple threat made event. Uh, two, uh, I would either, and I'm going to borrow your Martin Stone from one, I'd actually be very interested in kind of a similar vein on this one to see Martin Stone and Ricochet mm. as one match because I think that would be very interesting. We actually saw uh, uh, at an Evolve show, I think it was, we saw Ricochet versus Timothy Thatcher, and that was outstanding. And that was outstanding because Ricochet was not there to do submission work. Right. So that was a great clashing there and that actually turned out to be one of like my favorite Timothy mm-hmm. Thatcher matches uh, my other match that I would really like to see would be fifth host of the IndyCast David Starr and Cody Rhodes I think mm. Cody would oh, that'd be damn good um, that would be my other like big big main match on that on that show so I did figure out my tag match though. okay it would be Carney's and um and Helico and Son of Havoc oh wow mm-hmm. that would be really amazing yeah Okay, if I'm on board with that. I'll buy tickets to that. Yeah, because there's like pretty much anything in Helico's in, like, you know, Lady Boner. So right. it's, it's going to be good. I would also uh, I would also live with uh, the Carnies versus Team which would be Ophidian and Serpentico. Oh, nice. Because they've both been talking about it. Ophidian and Serpentico yeah, have both like, been yes, on social media like, hey, dudes. somebody make this happen. Make yeah, us a right. team and make money, please. Yeah, we're so, snakes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Teams. And then what about your women's match? Mm-mm-mm. Um. Hmm. I don't know, man. That's tough. I would have loved to have seen Sue Young and Sarah Del Rey. Because Scary Sue has got her shit going on. Like, uh, If we're bringing Sarah Del Rey into this one, I would love to see Sarah Del Rey and... Um, uh, Saray Knight. Oh, yeah. Oh, anybody in Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would have uh, been outstanding. For Sue, Sue, the one I had in my head for Sue would have been Sue and, uh, I'd like to see Sue and Gail Kemp. Hmm. So I think they would put on a, a very interesting That would be very good, actually. Or even now, uh, I mean, uh, the TNA, I don't know necessarily counts as, but Sue Young and Rosemary could be another fun one, too. So. True. Mm-hmm. True. But you anything? Um, I'm pretty sure if we flash back to the early days of Shine, it's probably happened. But um, 
the first one that popped into my head was Ivalice and Serena Deeb, now that she's back out of retirement for the fucking Mayan Classic. I don't know if they fought or not. I feel like they might have fought the... When they were chasing Because if the they were both Valkyrie, but then I, that was the thing. I was like, I don't remember if they ended up fighting for the title timeline-wise, like, depending on when Ivalice split from Valkyrie. Oh, I don't remember. It was going to make my brain explode. Um, yeah. I just that, that sounds I like that might have happened, but if it didn't, that was definitely lost money. Yeah, it was like, I don't know been, if it did or not. Mm, that would have been pasta sauce. Right? Um, yeah. Wrestling is pretty great. Pasta sauce. Yeah, so. yeah. That's the long yeah, story. Uh, that was all of our uh, Ask Us Now questions. So. Well, thank you, Elite Half Dozen. That's we right. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, last but not least, I did get to go to a Keeping It Wrestling. I went to oh, yes. a uh, Tampa uh, Tampa Bay Pro Wrestling Show uh, in lovely scenic uh, Tampa, Florida, <laughs> at the Big Top, uh, a beautiful scenic Big, big, big top, top Flea Market. Flea Market, um, which actually was a, a really good spot for a wrestling show. Interesting enough, because they have a like a little they call it a convention center, which is just really a large room that they have open that doesn't have anything in it. Um, <laughs> But a great spot for convention a center, leasing space available. It's right. the same thing. But they uh, the show is actually uh, was a really uh, a surprisingly well put together show with a very well drawing audience. Well, that's for, good. So uh, let me ask you this because I know you brought Cheyenne with you. I did bring the little one. Yeah. And I know we're working on a project to sort of illustrate this further. But just in general, um, now that the, to, to let everybody know that wasn't her first show we've taken to her to a couple wrestling yes. shows now actually it was her only her second show oh really I thought I swore she was on the other one she went to ACW the, ACW and then this was her second one interesting what did she think well first off her first question was is Miss Luna going to be there I'm like uh, my no, baby she's, not. she's such uh, a princess but uh, she uh, seemed to really enjoy it she uh, is a huge Rhett Giddens fan I have learned so she's she's got good taste yeah. in, in up and coming talent and definitely did uh, it did mark out when, when Rhett finally made his way out and she was asking me most of the show when's Mr. Rhett coming out when's Mr. Rhett <laughs> coming out it's like honey he's in the main event he's a champion he's not going to come out so close to the end <laughs> so um, but she seemed to really enjoy that match she seemed to really they had a uh, a women's match with uh, the one of the females in it is a recent graduate of Jay Lethal School. Jay Lethal runs this company. By oh, gotcha. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, and was there at that show uh, as the uh, the commissioner for said company. Excellent. So uh, sadly, I did not get to talk to Mr. Lethal. I would have. He eluded us again. He did elude us again. Sadly, um, and uh, they the big selling point of this show was they were crowning their first tag champs. Oh, very company. nice. So they had two uh, tag four-way dances, and then the winner of those two four-way dances uh, fought at the end for the uh, for the tag title, uh, which was ultimately ended by uh, won by a very popular local, uh, well, mostly local tag team, State Line. Aha! Uh-huh. Uh, are the current uh, tag friends team. of uh, Fully Gimmick State Line? Fully Gimmick. Yep. Uh, we should have them on the show at some point. We uh, should. But yeah, that was a really good show. Um, we enjoyed it, but uh, I definitely, spoiler alert, I asked Cheyenne at the end if uh, she'd be interested in coming back next month, and she was very nice to go, uh, no thank you. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> she enjoyed it, not that much, not to want to go back. I, however, would love to go back. They, All right, uh, then. We'll, we'll, make the, a, we'll make that a show trip, then. Yeah. Because uh, I'd rather do that than watch Spookly with your daughter. Yes. So. Uh, end of August, I think, was their next show. Good enough. Uh, and... Uh, They've definitely got some good storylines going, including a pair of feuding brothers, the, the Law Brothers. Uh, Hunter Law is their, kind of their big bad guy now. 
Uh, and uh, when actually my favorite part that, that my daughter chastised me for at the end of the, the women's match, Jay Lethal and Hunter Law's brother, who he's feuding with, uh, who must work as a trainer at, the, at Jay Lethal School, came out to congratulate her for having her first match, and even though she didn't win, so they raised her hand, and Hunter Law snuck out while they're doing that, and is aiming up a super kick. You can see the super kick coming from a mile away, and you know, you're waiting for it, and they turn, and you know he's aiming for his brother, and he's going to kick him. Nope, kicked the female right in the face and dropped her, and I laughed out loud, and my daughter looked at me <laughs> like I was the most evil human or, being Well, because you planet. are. You were the devil. I'm a horrible human being that laughed at the yeah, She got dropped, and oh, God, I laughed. And Cheyenne's like, Daddy! That's amazing. That's not funny. No, it's She should have... The band was being tuned up, honey. Like, it's our own fault. Right. She should have heard the playing. Right. So... Hashtag victim shaming. But yeah, great show. Yeah, definitely some victim shaming on that one. Excellent. But great show. Well, last minute plugs here. The Scenic City Invitational is happening this weekend in beautiful scenic Tennessee. And... All that we're plugging here. Let's get the... There you go. Scenic City Invitational is happening in Tennessee. Uh, if you're anywhere near that area, definitely go track that down. Mm-hmm. Our uh, fully given ambassador, Papa Hales, will be in attendance. And he will also be passing out uh, T-shirts, bags, other goodies. He will be representing fully gimmicked as well as uh, the Hales clan. And uh, it's going to be an awesome tournament. There's going to be a ridiculous amount of people there. Dominic Garini, who we jizzed over earlier, will be there. and. Gary J and a lot of other favorites. So definitely go check that out. It will not be streaming on iPay-Per-View, but it will be available Ooh. on demand Yay. after the fact. So definitely go track that down. Scenic City Invitational. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I think that's just about it. Wrapped up another uh, Disney cast part two there, yeah. as well as the Ask Me Anything section. So, again, thank you, everybody, for uh, participating in that. And, as always, you know, you can always ask other questions. We don't have to have it officially set up. Yeah. You know. What are your thoughts on this Disney attraction or this? How big them hugs. I was getting to that. Uh, so anyway, thank you everybody for listening, supporting, and uh, until next time, I am the sexually aggressive koala. Uh, I am Coculus Maximus. That's just one finger bang. Until next time, everybody. Deuces! Hey there, dozens and dozens. Uh, thanks for once again listening to the IndieCast. Please remember that for all things IndieCast, you can find us at now IndieCast.com, www.IndieCast.com. Remember, that is with a K. If you'd like our merchandise, you can, of course, go to FullyGimmick.com. Yes, that's right, FullyGimmick.com. We make money for independent professional wrestlers and silly podcasts like us. So please take, make sure to go over, check out our merchandise, and check out some merchandise for all of the ambassadors there at FullyGimmick.com. Until next time, everybody, do.